Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back once again into our multiverse. How's everybody Sigh. doing? Sigh. We're, we're, That's how he's doing. Hawks fans are meh. Everybody else is cool. <laughs> I mean, once I get into the football talk, that's when I become meh. We'll I know, we're supposed to be pumped at the open, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's not what we always do here. We do what comes naturally. Yeah. You know, we try to make things as organic as possible for our audience out there. Exactly. And in case you were wondering, Damon here, Jalen here, and yeah, the Hawks lost again. Another week, another L. At home, uh, I, I thought I was about to go into overtime again. It was another primetime game that went down to the wire, and we fumbled the bag. <laughs> yeah, just, there's so many things going on that you're just like, what? I mean... I don't It's understand. been such a weird season. Okay, so actually I should probably say real quick, we're watching SmackDown as we record. <laughs> yeah, they're on FS1 again, so, so it's on earlier for us, so we decided to put it on. So if we get distracted or something, that's kind of why. Exactly. But anyway, but there's just so much going on with this team. It's like, yes, there's... You could look at positives. You could sit there and you could say they've lost these last two games, you know, but they barely lost them. They probably should right. have won. I mean, really, they should have won both games, but they didn't. And so then if you're trying to be, you know, a half glass full kind of person, then you're like, okay, well, they take care of Jacksonville and then you get Russ back and, you know, see, you know, make a good run. And that's, it's possible. Yeah. I'm not saying it's not possible. I mean, technically we're mathematically still in it. Exactly, and I'll always have that belief that they can do it. But is it likely they really can only lose one more game the rest of the way? Yeah, that's it. And if and so, it's not an easy schedule the rest of the way either. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, but this game just—I mean, where do you begin? Do you begin with how bad the offensive line is? I mean, Dwayne Brown can't even block anymore. Like, no, I mean. At least at the beginning of the season, it was like, okay, you know, maybe there's communication issues, so you could still say that, but at this point, it's like, okay, now we're in the middle of the season now, you're just not having a good year. Yeah, exactly, I mean, he's still definitely an upgrade on anybody that we have, so it's not like, you know, we're trying to be, cut him, trade him, do all this, like, I'm not saying that, he's just playing piss poor right now and plus you know he, but he could be he kind of has this coming after the way he was acting in the offseason yeah it could be worse he could be kyle fuller who how is he how is how is he in the league let alone our starting center how is he in the league he i i'm sorry I, if you listen to this i'm sorry but you're garbage <laughs> and now we just lost kyle fuller I can't in our audience say it nicely there's Dang no it. there's no <laughs> he was one of the, the seven. Our most famous listener is now gone. We uh, lost him. Dang it. Sorry. But, I mean, it's true, though. Like, you just you just see him get bowled over time yeah. after time after time. Just, I mean, no resistance, it seems like, from him. And you're just like, how, how are you the only option that we had? Because we didn't draft 
the center that we should have taken. But, you know, but we can go back and dissect every bad move the Seahawks have made since they won the Super Bowl. Because there's been a lot of them. Yes. And that's what it, that's <laughs> what a lot of people are doing. And people want Pete fired and they want John fired. And I get it. I totally understand because there's a lot to talk about. I remember the Bevel conversation that I had about, you know, it was about shoddy people saying that he was worse than Bevel. Yeah. And it set me off. And then, I mean, all you... I don't think there's any question that Shadi was better than Bevel just because we won the Super Bowl. We won the Super Bowl despite Bevel. We won yes. because the defense was so good. Russ and Marshawn would just do miraculous things. And occasionally the receivers would too, you know, but it was just it was just like everything came together. And then the next year, they should have repeated, but you know, they ruined it. And then everything's gone downhill, right? So, anyways, with when the Shadi stuff went down and I was arguing with my brother about it uh a couple days after it i was like you know really if you're gonna point the finger at anybody you gotta point it at pete honestly because it's his offensive system he's the one that always gets you know butts into it and i still think that's true today they he he fired shoddy for no reason there look at the offense now and try to tell me that it's not worse than when Shadi was here, even at the end of the season. Oh, yeah. Like, and then even if you don't want to say that, you want to say, no, it's just as bad or, or whatever. That was just the last eight games. Take the seasons before that. He, look, he was, I'm not saying he's great, but he wasn't awful. And he didn't no. make me want to choke him every two seconds like <laughs> yeah <laughs> like throw, throw the tv remote like, at the screen right like bevel used to so you know you have all these things you got the coordinator the defensive coordinator you know ken norton should have been fired he should have been fired two years ago he definitely should have been fired last year but everybody got happy about those last eight games everybody wanted dunlap back because he the the uh, defense played better when he came but it's like i always felt that was coincidence not him I mean, I had said it. I didn't think we should have, we shouldn't have overspent to re-sign him. I'm not. I, I mean, well, yeah, definitely. Now you look at it, and they definitely yeah. overspent. But at the time when they got him the contract, I didn't think they overspent. I thought they did a decent job. But you know, then you can talk about Jamal Adams and all the and just the other oh, trades. Gosh, that I they don't made. want to talk about Jamal well, Adams. Well, talk, I'm just talking about the trade in general. Yeah, yeah, giving yeah. up the picks, and you're talking about even the clowny trade before that you know but they've also had good trades i mean despite what dwayne brown's doing right now he was a good mid-season trade that they got quandre Diggs mm-hmm. was a good mid-season trade they got so quandre's good so they've done good things still and despite only having one playoff win in the last five years they've been in the playoffs almost all those years but just though just the last the last belt year they didn't and possibly this year. Right? Possibly this year. But I do still think it's good. too early to totally bail. Like I said. Also, it doesn't help that uh, Blair's probably done. Yeah, like I, like I said when we saw that, I'm like, yeah, you can't count on him. You know, he, he, it reminds me of um, 
Walter Thurman. Do you remember that name? I remember Walter Thurman. He used to always get hurt. Yeah. And you're always like, oh, he's going to come back. And then he might do like one thing. It was almost exactly like Blair. He would do like something and you're like, oh, you know, yeah, if he stays healthy, he's good. And then we get hurt every time. And it's like, you, <laughs> like if you saw the play, he's literally just running with the receiver and he fractures his kneecap. Yeah. He just fractured his kneecap. Like, I don't think he was even sprinting. Really, they were kind of just like jogging because no. the dude was at the end of his route or whatever. Yeah, he was like backpedaling and yeah, just yeah. nothing really. And he just went down. I'm like, that's not good. And, and then so they came now out and like, you just... fractured your kneecap doing that? Like, ugh. He's just injury prone, and you know, same with like Carson. Like it's, I know a lot of people would be like, oh, we already knew this, but I mean, it's more than official now that Carson, he can't stay healthy. You yeah. don't even know when he's coming back or if he's coming back this year. You can sit there and say, oh, well, they think he's coming back after the bye. What's a neck injury? So you really don't know. No clue. So, yeah, there's a lot going on. But it's funny because I I believe in the team because there have been times. I know it hasn't been this bad, but there have been times where you're like, "Uh uh-oh, you know, and or they weren't playing good at all. I mean, you can even go to last year. They weren't playing good, but they got wins at the end, right? Yeah. And and even in the game against the Rams, there were, you know, a ton of mistakes and things like that, but they were still in the game. When you're in the game and you have Russell Wilson, and that's what drives people crazy. Trust me, I know, you know, Pete Carroll's way of keeping it close that Russell His win style. it in the end. But, but, it worked. So, that's Used the to. thing. Exactly. But now, what's the problem? Part of the problem is they're and Grant. Look, I wanted it too. I wanted them to be like to go out there at the beginning of the game and try to score. Why are you waiting until the fourth quarter? Yeah, right. But they're doing that and it's not working. It's like they now, Grant. It's the personnel, right? They got this. They got all these. <laughs> they have. They're still oh, drafting the and doing things based on the old system. Yeah. And all now the they're time. trying to do this new system, and they, they the same thing happened last year. In this new system that they're they had, I know people say still shoddy system, but they changed it up, right? It wasn't the shoddy system he had been running. Changed it up a little bit, try to throw more, try to you know they're trying to let Russ cook and all that, and it's not working. Like I've been saying it, just put a running back, a fullback, <laughs> tight end, two receivers, play that first and second down most of the time, and yeah. it's going to benefit us. It's going to benefit us. And not because Russ can't do all these other things, because the line is too... They're just... I don't want to... They're not all garbage. But for yeah, us, yeah, yeah. But as a unit, <laughs> right now, you just watch and you're just like... When you see Gino running for his life or backpedaling the way he backpedals, you know, and you're, you're, you're thinking your things. You're like, don't backpedal so quick. You're whatever. But you still think it to yourself. Also, why do they always get through every single play? Yeah. Why does he always? Like, why are you guys making it so, you know, so much harder on him? Yeah. Why do you think he's doing that? He's, you know, he's got the jittery feet because you're not blocking anyone. So. Yep. Then you got the the stupid plays. So they should have won that game, and then you got just boneheaded plays. I'll go, Al. I'll go earlier in the game when uh, Gerald Everett got the unsportsmanlike. Oh like, yeah, yeah, Everett too. Running out of bounds, to, and and getting in the face of a guy who was on the sideline. You know, pointing first down and then flinging the ball at him. I'm like, he's not, he wasn't even on the field. What are you doing, you moron? Like, and even if he was on the field, everybody knows that's a penalty now. 
Yeah, how do you exactly. know that? And so he messed up that drive. And then, then you got Blair. Now, Grant, I don't think what Blair did was a penalty. And I don't care what anybody says. He goes, oh, he led with his helmet and he, he gave a four on. Like, when he was coming in, Jameis was standing. Yeah. But then he ducked down. He, like, folded. And then, so then he hit him. Like, it wasn't, he wasn't going helmet to helmet. He had his head down. He's trying to go to the side. It wasn't intentional. Exactly. So, now... I know people say the rule. Uh, I know. I'm just saying it shouldn't have been a penalty. It wasn't a penalty in my mind. <clears throat> yeah. But that being said, you could argue he had no reason to come in like that. Wagner had his leg. Maybe he should have just been trying to go up and try to grab the football. Why is he trying to lay the big hit yeah. when he's not going anywhere? So you could easily, you know, just say that and be like, if exactly. he was smarter in that situation, that would have never happened. And I don't disagree. And then, like you said, Al Woods. Big Al. Like, are you kidding me? Now I'm about to lose, we're about to lose another listener because I know Al was listening to this. (laughs) How dumb are you? Really? You're right on, the ball's right there. You're not going to block the kick. How many times? Now, okay, some say they might. I mean, what are the odds? They're very slim. So... <laughs> Sorry, SmackDown. <laughs> but uh, it just—it drove me crazy. It's like, how are you gonna sit there and jump off sides in that moment? They were gonna it was be kicking awful. like a fifty. <laughs> well, it would have been—I don't know. Was it? It, it was, was like over fifty. It because, was fifty something because he got the five yards off the penalty, and then they got a first down catch like for twelve yards right yeah. after. So it was—it had to be fifty. Because I think he ended up kicking a 33-yarder. So it was 50-something. 50, 50 for a guy who had never kicked a field goal before in the NFL. Yeah. And that was, that was the main thing. I'm like, In the you elements. Just... In the elements. Like, all, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, there's no reason for you. You shouldn't have even moved at all, even when they snapped the ball. You could just stood straight up and been like, let's see what he got. <laughs> you know? There was no reason to do it. Dro- uh, and obviously, it drove everybody insane. It but, was just like... You're in such a good position because it's like, you know, it's already hard on him. You know, that kicker specifically, it's his first game, right? His first ever game. And then it's like, now he's got all this pressure on him. You know, you just have to, you know, let him miss if he's going to miss. Because there's probably, you specifically, you're not getting through with where you're at. Yeah, what he, now, he could free somebody up. Yeah, like, maybe. I'm not saying, you know, I'm, I was joking when I say just stand up. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there's no way you should jump. And I don't care. They showed the replay and Puna like flinched a little bit. Oh, yeah, like, then that's what they I'm were like, saying on commentary. Care. I don't care. They were like, Puna whoa, flinched. that guy flinched a little and that caused him to jump. I'm watch, like, so what? <laughs> watch the football. I mean. I don't care about who flinched. What are you yeah. doing? Drives me crazy. I mean, so though, when you do things like that, you don't deserve to win. You don't deserve to win. It doesn't matter all the other things you did in the game when you're that dumb. And, yeah, I mean, so they lost again. And those are the things that make me really wonder, like, can this team do it? Like, I believe that they can. And, I'll, and you know, until they're eliminated, yeah, you, you just think it's possible. But... When you see the line doing that, oh, we forgot to mention the worst, the worst, uh, oh, rough two-minute oh, yeah, no, defense 
that I've ever seen. That at the end right, of the also, first by the day, way, most of this I didn't get to watch because I had class at this time, so that's why I I only commented at the end because I caught the end, but everything else I didn't get to see live. So the end of the first half, New Orleans got was there was it their only touchdown? Yeah, they they just kicked field goals. Right? Yeah, that was it. And I don't know what defense. Yeah, I mean it was definitely prevent. I've never seen a team go down and score so easily before. And I know some people will say, oh, I've seen that. No, no, no. Look, I, when you think about how good Seattle had been playing defensively the last couple weeks, and then you watch that drive, and then you see on the touchdown that Jameis drops the ball, <laughs> throws to Kamara, or Kamara, however you want to say his name. Alvin. Nobody's anywhere near him for some reason. The only good offensive player that they have, the only real weapon that they have no one is near him he turns around and he just runs in and ryan neal comes over and he, you know but as soon as as soon as he caught the ball you knew it was a touchdown neal was where he was there was no way i'm like how how was he open and that was just the last play if you go back and you watch it you're like why do they keep leaving kamara open i don't understand why are you just not playing the defense that gets you there and uh it was atrocious you can talk about how good the defensive play, the defense played almost the whole game, but you take that last drive in the first half, and you take that last drive at the end of the game, and they were awful because of Jeez. the stupidity, of the stupidity of the last drive. And I mean, hey, I guess you got to say stupidity in that drive too, because I don't understand how you can leave him open. I, I mean, it, it makes no sense. He dropped the ball, <laughs> and then he just picked it up, and he's just standing there, and everybody's still backpedaling, and I. What is happening? So, all those things, you're like, can they? Can Russ come back and clean all that up? <laughs> you know? No I pressure. Mean, yeah, exactly. Crazy, crazier things have happened. So that's why, like I said, I'll always believe. But it is definitely bleak. It is very bleak. And so, yeah. Uh, panic time? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah panic time. we're there. It, it'd be real panic time if uh, they don't If, have if we lose at Jacksonville, then... Find out That's... what we're gonna say about that. So you got anything you wanted to add? I mean, nah. I said all I was able to say just because, like I said, I, I didn't get a chance to watch most of the game. I, no, I, I saw the like the best parts about our offense because at the beginning they had the the touchdown and everything. So I was like, oh, this will be a good game. But, but, and that was the other thing, make no sense. So you throw it up to DK, and he scores, and then you don't even—they didn't target him again until the while. second half. Yeah. And then it was two plays in a row, and then I think that was it. And like, what? Like you literally saw, you know, just, just throw it to him. And, and yeah. Then, and their secondary is like their weakness. Now, you can say, well, he didn't have time to throw. Okay, but every single time, like there was, Gino deserves a lot of, uh, you know, criticism too, because there were times where he was, like he. He threw one to DK on a crosser, but he should have thrown it to lock it. And he actually was going to, but he brought it back down and decided to throw to DK. There was nobody over the top, and Lockett was behind the receiver. Now, he might not have completed the pass. The, the defender might have broke it up. But he could have just thrown it long, and it would have just been an incompletion. Mm-hmm. And it made no sense for him to pump it and decide, no, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to throw to DK, which he was incomplete anyway. Yeah. And I and he did that a few times in the game where 
you know, he pumped and you're like, but it wasn't like a pump to bake anyone out. It was like, no, I don't want to do that. Yeah. And you didn't always get to see why he did it. But after I saw that locket one, I was like, he did it at the end of the game when they got, you know, yeah. their, their last. And I was like, don't, you better stop doing that. It's driving me crazy. Throw the he ball. brought it down. The, the dude was coming. He was about to let it go. And then he's like, nah, I'm just going to hang on to it. So, yeah, even though he was under duress, he still was awful. Other than that, it's just like, play the DK. You just don't really talk about it because, you know, he's the backup. It's Gino, so you didn't. And you wanted him to do great. Yeah, you wanted him to do great. You I knew still there was a good to chance. Get this next win. <laughs> like you knew there was a good chance. You know, it was gonna be a huge downgrade from Russ being out, and it is. And when you're in these games and they're that close, and he can't get it done, it's fr- it's and frustrating. You, and you had a chance. They had the ball. Yep. At the end of each game, multiple times against Pittsburgh, and he couldn't <laughs> get the job done. So yeah, uh, uh, so that's that's the intro rant. <laughs> yeah, that's that. But hurt hawk fans, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, so I hope I hope all you uh, hawk haters enjoyed that. <laughs> Embrace it. All right, coming up next, we will recap all the rest of the action from week seven. I don't know. I don't know the numbers. <laughs> All right, so now it's time to get into the rest of Week 7, uh, starting off with the Green Bay Packers getting the win over the football team, 24-10. to 10. Oh, yeah. Surprise, Ta- Taylor surprise. Heineke was the rushing leader of the game with 95 yards. Yeah, I mean, there you go, I guess. <laughs> that, that That's their highlight? Yeah. And yeah, I think it's a pretty darn good one, if I say so myself. All the, right. The next game, though, this was crazy. The Titans destroyed the Kansas City Chiefs 27-3. to Didn't see that one coming. Wow. But good for them. I mean, hey, like, one, one of my Super Bowl picks is looking pretty good right now. <laughs> <laughs> Look at right, the Titans. Right now, right now. Anything can change, right? Yeah. But, yeah, they're playing really good. And I, I think their defense... Now, I mean, I guess you can't say the defense was great against the Bills, but they did enough to win the game. And then, of course, I mean, they dominated the Chiefs. Yeah. And you're really starting to wonder. Look, I'm going to say this, and then Mahomes is going to They're going to win out. And the Chiefs are going to go on a win streak, and then they're going to win the Super Bowl. But but I'm going to say it anyways. Remember when I compared Patrick Mahomes to Brett Favre? Yeah. And I was saying... Everybody thought Favre was the greatest thing in the world the first few years of his career, and then then you know then he ends ends up going and winning the Super Bowl, and you're thinking, oh, they're gonna win more because that team was so loaded, and then they didn't, and then they didn't even go back, and then his gunslinger style and mentality started to bite him in the butt too much, and the narrative. No, look, he's still one of the all-time greats and a top ten quarterback yeah, of all sure. time. But when people talk about the greatest of all time. You almost never hear Brad Favre. And is Mahomes going down that road already? Have we already seen the best of Mahomes? Is it? And look, he still plays like Mahomes, so he still mm-hmm. does amazing things. So he'll still have great seasons. I'm not saying that. But is his gunslinger ways costing them? Or, did you know, 
Do they do teams catch up to their style of play? Do they know how to stop them now? You know, maybe not. Maybe they're just in a slump. Teams slump mm-hmm. a little bit. They they've had slumps before. He not as bad as this year. Like I think he already has more turnovers than he's ever had. Yeah. But he could easily go like eight games without turning the ball over. Because I'm sure he's done it before. He probably will. So he'll probably go on to ridiculous. I'm just saying, like I thought about this the other day, and I was like, he's doing like he's doing the Brett Favre. Like I doing the Brett Favre. I didn't think it was gonna happen already, and you know he's still so young that it's way too early to really say that. But it just made me go, am I a prophet? Yeah. No, that's ridiculous. That's not not for me to say. Have to keep an eye on those guys the rest of the way. And now moving on to your favorite quarterback, Matt Ryan, beating the Dolphins 30-28. to I loved at the end of that that they were like, he does it again, he leads another fourth quarter comeback. Yep. I'm like, yeah, he does it again against garbage teams. He did it, though. Yeah, okay. He, he got it done. Good for you. You pad that overrated resume of yours. He, that way he people, will. People can look at it and... You know, throw stats and try to tell me how great you are. Okay. My eyes tell me differently. Garbage. The Patriots decided to drop 54 points in their win against the Jets. 54 didn't to 13. You, didn't you pick the Jets? I did pick the in Jets. That game? Huh. Yeah. Huh. I was right. Ha. Ooh. Ah. Bad. Man. You are not a prophet. No, I was a, I, I jinxed him. <laughs> I shouldn't have picked him. The Jets fans are like, man, he had to pick us this week. I do that to teams all the time. Don't worry about it. The New York Giants beat the Panthers 25-3. to I don't know what the heck happened with the Panthers this game. I know. We were I was like, oh, that's a Panthers win, right? Yeah, easily. We were both like, oh, and Darnold got benched. Yep. And then they're like, XFL MVP PJ Walker. And then they're like, oh, he's still a quarterback. <laughs> yeah, I just... Yeah. I don't know. I find it funny. Like, I get you're, you know, you're sending a message. I get that in a way. But at the same time, I'm like, shouldn't the message be you got benched and now, you know, I would be like, well, it's an open competition this week and we're going to see who gives us the best chance to win. Because I PJ. would really want to light that fire under him even more. Yeah. And then if he folded, then I'm like, well, then he's not our guy. But no, they're immediately like, no, no, he's our guy. I'm like, then what'd you bench him for? Yeah. <laughs> Don't let me be a coach. I've been benching everybody. I'm like, what you got? <laughs> You're out of here. I'd be sending messages left and right. And another surprise this week. The Cincinnati Bengals beat the Ravens 41-17. to These Bengals might be legit. That was impressive. Jamar Chase had 201 yards receiving. That boy good. Oh. This is the Ravens coming off of them basically shutting out the Chargers last week. And then we're like, are they the best team? They're, they look like the best team. Not anymore. Nope. Now the Bengals are tied for the best record in the AFC. And I think they hold a tiebreaker too, so I think they're technically the one seed in the AFC right now. That's crazy. I'm not even going to say who's the best team. Uh, honestly. You don't know anymore. <laughs> I know. You don't. But you it's look a, at it's Tennessee. The, it's the Bills. Tennessee. No, it's the Titans. Ravens. Bengals. Yeah. I don't Bills, know. Bills, Titans, <laughs> Bengals. I mean, you you still throw the Ravens in there, right? But they just lost to, you know, they just got whooped by the Bengals at home. Yeah. At home. So it's hard for you to say 
you know, that they're the uh, the best team or really, you know, up there. But, you know, it changes every week, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, next week we'll be like, oh, now it's the Colts. I'm just kidding. Definitely <laughs> not the Colts. But, uh, oh, what was I going to say? I'm going to write that down for next week. <laughs> I was joking. Nope. I'm using Joke. it. Anyway. I'm using it. Uh, Jamar Chase. So... <laughs> Sorry, I gotta talk about fantasy football for a second. Remember when I drafted him? I, I literally said the only reason I drafted him is because of his connection with Burrow. Yep. Man, I didn't realize how great that connection was. <laughs> just, I mean, he will just throw it up to you. Chase. Know, you you question those like when people reunite from college in the NFL. You're like, it's a different game. It's a different speed. All this and that. How is it gonna but translate? But usually it doesn't happen that soon. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. It usually right. happens years down the road type of thing. Like, oh, they're familiar with each other. And this is just one year later. Yep. So that connection's still there. And so that's another reason why I was like, yeah, no, I'm going to do this. I mean, that's literally his guy. Mm-hmm. And then you had those drops in the preseason, and you're just thinking, uh oh. Everyone's the freaking out. Season, and he's just, you know, if he sees one on ones, he goes to chase. Yeah, and that's every what time. you should do when you got one on ones on your best receiver. So yeah, uh, anyway. he's like on pace to have like one of the best rookie receiver seasons ever. And Burrow like, is on fire. And Bur- Burrow is going crazy. It's just crazy. Where everybody is like, man, and we were shocked they didn't take a lineman. But every week you're like, yeah, no, they did the right thing. Like, yeah. he's, he's getting there. The that line isn't great, but they definitely they're doing enough right yeah, now. They fight hard for him. <laughs> So, you know, good job, Bengals. Cincinnati fans got to be loving life right now. Yeah, this is really great for them. Drink it in, man. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Uh, the Raiders beat the Eagles 33-22. I mean, good for them. Big claps. Didn't think that they would, you know, be able to to perform as well as they did. I thought, you know. I think we both picked the Eagles, actually, yeah. honestly. We just expected them to be a bit down, and they were like, "No, we're gonna be down. We didn't do it. <laughs> you know, we're gonna fight. We're gonna prove that we're a good team, and that maybe they're a better team without Gruden." I mean, there's gonna be a lot of people that are gonna say that, regardless of what happens. Yeah, we'll it's we'll see. Overrated, but yeah, Eagles fans. Sorry, it's a weird year for Eagles fans. It is, and I don't. I part of me. I want to, like, find out in a way, but then part of me is like, no, I don't want to know how they really feel. Because I'm sure it probably, they're probably like that even when they win. They're probably still mad. Oh, yeah, usually. <laughs> Jalen Hurst could lead on a game-winning drive for a touchdown as time expires, and they'd still, like, boo them off the field because overall the game wasn't that good. That's what I thought was funny. I don't know if it was this game. Did they go? Did we see any of that game? I don't remember. I don't think so. So then it was the game before when... uh Oh, yeah, because they are at Vegas. So last week, whoever they played, wherever they were at home last, just mm-hmm. go there. They could not block at all. Like, if you thought Geno and Russ yeah. were around a lot, Hertz was running, I mean, like a madman. He could not do anything because he had no time. And then at the end of the... I think it was the end of the... Yeah, it was the end of the first half, they... Basically just, you know, ran the clock out because there was a little bit of time, but not enough for them to really do anything. And especially with the way the line was blocking and the fans booed so hard. And I'm like, I, 
maybe I'm looking at it like, don't boo that. Maybe they were just booing the performance in general. Yeah. And I'm like, they, they're not going to do anything. Like, they can't block for them. But maybe they were just, blo- you know, booing that, you guys are awful. Yeah. <laughs> this wasn't supposed to happen. But, yeah. I mean, good for the Raiders, though. Back on actual topic. Yeah. Uh, the L.A. Rams beat the Lions 28-19, to even after the Lions had that uh, hot start in the game. I think they, they were three, uh, They were playing Madden. Three fakes. Was it two fake punts and a fake field goal, or two fake I don't field know. goals and a fake punt? I whatever, just remember the beginning. Or an onside kick, or whatever. They, whatever they did, they did three different things. I remember they, they, s- they were all successful. It was like, after they scored, they did the onside kick, and then after that, I think they did the fake punt. Yeah, and they either and then did I, a there field was something goal or else, I think. Punt. Yeah. And they were successful in all of them. So they, they tried hard, but they couldn't get the ball in the end zone. Nope. Despite all that. Like Jerigov has like this stuff around him working these plays. Like, all right, you just gotta, you know, punch it in. He just helped your guys in. The in. They couldn't do it. And yeah, the Rams. Yeah. Yay, you guys, I guess. And now we got to talk about another <laughs> NFC <laughs> West team. Good for you. Because following them, the Cardinals whooped the Texans 31-5. to Because, of course, they did. Yeah, and it's funny. Like, they... Both the Rams and the Cardinals didn't look great. And so you just kind of wonder. And then I know the score for the Cardinals looks like they just... I mean, they did destroy them, but they didn't look great in doing it. Mm-hmm. But they... You're... You're like, didn't they? They had to have played down to their opponents, right? I mean, because they just should have. Dis- I mean, like I said, Arizona looked like they did destroy them, but they should have just wiped the floor with these teams. So yeah, it, it almost seemed like they took it as a bye week, and they got the W. <laughs> An extra win on the record. I do. You know, real quick, Seattle thing, real quick. Like last week, when they lost. I heard people saying, "Oh, you know, the the Rams and the Cardinals, you know, they're they're this record." I'm like, and you know, Seattle's only got this record. I'm like, you guys are talking about it like you think they have a chance to win the division. They're not win. They have no shot to win the division. No. They're all so don't even. We don't even have to really talk about these teams and like being mad that they're still winning because we ain't catching them. You know who cares, right? It's are we catch. Are we catching another one of those wild card teams? I saw Who's somebody that? somebody tweeted out that only, I think it's five teams, or maybe it's only four teams. Ah. There's not a lot of teams that have more than three wins in the yeah. NFC. Maybe it's five. It could be, it could even be six. I don't know, but maybe seven. No, it's not more than <laughs> six because then no one else has more than three wins. So and so, there's going to be seven playoff teams. So Seattle's still right there for a playoff spot. So it's just funny to me when I hear every week, like I'm sure they talked about it this week. I didn't listen to a lot of sports radio. I try not to when the Seahawks lose because then they're like trying to break it down. And I'm like, the only thing you need to break down is they sucked. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's all I you mean, have to say. I mean, really break it down. Like I know we, we went on the rant earlier, or I did. And but, we broke it down. But you know, and I like how they're doing, uh, doing breakdowns of this week's game. I'm like, mm-hmm. the only thing, they just need to play better and win. Like, we don't need to break it down. Anyway, going off again. So, anyways, it doesn't... <laughs> we got it right out of the way. We were Cardinals and Rams, just keep doing your thing. Don't make no difference to us anymore. We can't win the division. <laughs> uh, 
Hopefully uh, we'll see in the postseason. Hopefully. On to another blowout. The Buccaneers beat Chicago 38-3. to So okay. uh, Justin Fields had a So nightmare. that was funny because, you know, we both knew they were going to destroy him. But we were watching the pregame stuff, you know, like whatever channel we were watching. Mm-hmm. And they were like really trying to talk up the Bears. Oh, last year that was the game that they drove uh, Brady crazy. And that was the game where, you know, he forgot it was fourth down and all that. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and they were just, and I'm like, you guys are really trying to convince people that the Bears have a chance in this game? They, you know, they're trying to keep the viewers around for the whole game. I guess. Yeah, that was funny though. We're going to lose a bunch of people during the game if we don't, you know, actually talk about them having a chance. So, hype them up. Exactly. And then on the Sunday night game, the Colts beat the 49ers 30-18. to In the elements. Yeah. <laughs> there was bad weather. Just like in the, well, actually, Seattle New Orleans, the weather wasn't that bad. But surprisingly, with how the weather's been over here. I know. It's been, it, it's been awful. It opened up that window for a Seahawks win, and they <laughs> blew it! <laughs> they had no excuses because the weather, you know, showed some mercy for the game, and they messed it up because we lost 13-10. to 10. Yes, and it all goes back to the Seahawks, in case you're wondering. You're like, that's not even the game you're talking about. Well, we're, we're going to get to it, kind of. But yes, the Colts, you know... I mean, they're a solid team. It's just you don't know what Wentz is going to do. He easily could have lost that game for them, but luckily for them that they were playing the 49ers, and yes. they aren't that great either. So, you know, and yes, we already, we already talked about the Monday night game. Unless you want to hear me rant about it some more, that is the recap. I don't got any energy to give to Seahawks talk He doesn't even want to listen to me rant so. about it anymore. He's done. And just let's talk about other teams, please. Right. That's the recap of week seven. Let's preview week eight next. Sounds good. All right, on to week eight. We got to start with the Thursday night game that took place, and the Green Bay Packers gave Arizona their first loss of the season 24 without to 21. Adams without a couple of their corners, without without their top three receivers, I think, right? Yeah. All thanks so. to AJ Green. <laughs> How do you not be looking for the ball? How do you? Uh, the only it he had or thought it was a run. That's the only excuse. There's no way. Oh, hit row. Sorry, I I can't keep this in. Hit row. <laughs> Sorry, I love hit row. Anyways, if you haven't seen the clip, it's it's pretty funny, honestly. <laughs> it is. It's pretty great because he Did just... Did you see the people doing the LeBron thing the, from the finals where he's doing that? Oh, no! <laughs> to, uh, yeah, they're, they're like AJ Green perfect. and then they're showing LeBron doing this. AJ, yep. Kyle Murray. And I'm like, oh, that's hilarious. You just oh, have to man. Look on, look on Twitter. Trust me, it's pretty funny. I'll have to find that. But, but yeah. You, I just... No idea what AJ was doing. I like what was going through his mind. Did he think it was a run and like he had to block the guy? Did he like miss an audible call from Kyler? Yeah, and it's weird because you know they're at home, so it's gonna be quieter when they have the ball. Now I didn't see the play live. Everybody knows I gotta go to bed early. I'm an old man. <laughs> have to take my pills. <laughs> go night night. I don't take any pills. 
But uh, got my hearing aid in right now. <laughs> I, I I turn it down so I don't hear any noises. <laughs> but uh, so I didn't see it, you know, live. So I don't know, you know. Arizona fans could be like certain fans who they get loud at the wrong times, right? Some some fan bases really don't know. Yeah. Like people try to you criticize know. Seattle fan base. We know when to shut up and when to get loud. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, that's you think it's football one on one, but then you just you go and you watch some Rams games and just go back a couple of years and you're like, did they not know that they're supposed to shut up when the offense has the ball? What are they doing? Yeah. And so, uh, take you know, that the, the Cardinals, Cardinals fans. <laughs> the Cardinals fans could have done the same thing. Maybe I, I don't, don't know. I don't know. I wasn't. But we I'm didn't going, see it live. I'm gonna assume that they didn't. I'm gonna assume that they were quiet. Yeah. And that, like I said, to me, if if it's a pass play. If you come out of the huddle and you know it's a pass, how are you not looking for the ball in some way, shape, or form? You run your little route, which is a quick little route. What were they on the six-yard line? Yeah, just just literally a fade, you know? Like, do your thing and look. So just turn. Like, oh, I, I'm not part of the play. Run your play. So the ball gets intercepted. They lose the game. Which and... sucks because Deontay Hawkins had, like, one of the most ridiculous fakes you'll ever see. Oh, yeah. Murray just throws one up, which again, when it's your best receiver, one-on-ones, <laughs> you just, you do just that. throw it up. And Well, I will say, though, with DK, it's a little rough. Because I, I know he caught the one in the game, but that's also because Lattimore fell down. Yeah. I do question if Lattimore was on his feet, if DK would have caught the ball. Because whenever, you know, there's traffic, he has trouble for whatever reason. I don't know why. But... That's what you're supposed to be able to do with yeah. your best receiver. One-on-ones, throw it up. That's literally what he did. He just throws it up. And then the defender and Hopkins are just running. And Hopkins kind of slows down and like looks for the ball. The defender turns around and then he just keeps running <laughs> and catches the ball. And, and I'm it, like, he just faked that dude on the route when the ball was in the air. The ball was out was of awesome. Kyler's hands and he faked out the defender and they lose the game. <laughs> Like, that's the one you guys lose after he does something like that? Like, ugh. But then it was also, you know, he did kind of screw that up himself when he grabbed the dude's oh, face yeah. mask. He, so that was the other thing about that. If he, all he had to do was keep his hand open, and it's a touchdown, because the guy wouldn't have been able to get to him, but because he grasped the face mask, then they get a penalty. But So, yeah, it wasn't... He did something great, and then he did some kind of stupid. Yeah. But, but yeah, the, I mean, the highlight was just... It was just so crazy. And, you know, it's like... We're Seahawks fans, so yeah, it's great to see Arizona lose. I mean, it doesn't really matter. Like I said, it's more just about how they lost and that they did lose to a team in Green Bay that was missing a lot. And so, yeah, you know, now people are going to start questioning the Cardinals. And I understand, but at the same time, I'm like, they're 7-1. and one. Yeah. And they still got Kyler Murray. And they still got Chandler Jones. So and they st- not JJ Watt and they still got Hopkins. Yeah, exactly. But you know <laughs> that's okay. Like that was can't, can't say the same for good old JJ. Yeah, exactly. And hey, you know maybe maybe AJ made him so mad they cut him. <laughs> then like look what happened to those guys you signed. <laughs> now they're both gone. <laughs> they just let him. They go. just cut him. We can't handle this. One mistake, you're gone. You're gone. And that's the other thing. I you know the only reason I knew right away that that play happened was because. You know, when I woke up in the morning to go to work, I checked Twitter to see the final score of the game. And uh, he was trending 
because yeah. people were so mad. And I'm like, didn't he? Hasn't he bailed you guys out on numerous occasions this year, though? <laughs> look, Grant. Look, I'd be pissed at him too. Don't get me wrong. It's mm-hmm. stupid. It was bad. But you also got to remember the other plays that he made during the year. And I know that there's some fans that do that. And trust me, I totally get raging in the moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, if we recorded this pod immediately after Seahawks games, it would not. A, a Seahawks, lo- well, you know what? I wouldn't even say losses because there are wins that infuriate me. Mm-hmm. You know? I've Well, they did in the past. I've gotten better at that where I'm just like, we won the game. So I'm happy. Yeah. But if you're really trying to be honest and br- kind of break it down, it you well I I just get heated. Yeah. <laughs> like I can't just be like oh and then this guy did this and I just you know some people can be so calm about it you know and and I don't really know why they did that but I mean I'm sure they'll clean it up. No, I'm like why would you do that? Yeah. <laughs> so so I get their fans being mad at him, but no, they don't. I doubt they cut him. But who knows? But yeah, Green Bay gets the win after that crazy ending. Now on to the actual preview of Week 8. First up, the Atlanta Falcons are hosting the Carolina Panthers. Obviously, I'm going to pick the Panthers. But if Matt Ryan wins his game and he gets another you know, game-winning drive, people are going to praise him as the greatest thing ever. I'm like, it's against the Panthers. They just got blown out by... I forgot. Oh, the Giants! So, yeah. And what? So, but you know, I'm they they the they just lost to Daniel Jones, so I'm gonna go with the Falcons on this one. I will never pick because that was the that was a rough outing for the Panthers. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go Falcons, but Panthers. we'll see. I don't I don't know with these teams. We'll see what happens. I know you really don't, honestly. The Buffalo Bills will be hosting the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins? Oh, I mean Bills. <laughs> Dolph Bills. No, Tua, Buffalo. Tua's going to save his job. Save his car- no, that, that, career. That his coach is trying to insist is safe. I do think that if if and... Did you see I, his I uh, his quote or whatever? Man. About if he feels wanted and he goes, I don't not feel wanted. <laughs> no, I didn't see that. I saw that a few times the other day. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh yeah, I mean, I'm, he's definitely gone one way or the other, you know, this year, the, by the, by, you know, Tuesday. What's the trade deadline's Tuesday, right? The second. Uh, so he's probably yeah. gone Tuesday, but if he, if he's not, he's probably gone at the end of this season. And I, I, look, I know I was saying, Tua sucks last week. I Yeah, you did. I still think he can be a really good pro. I really want to see him succeed. I'm rooting for him. Really bad, and I was hoping it worked out in Miami, but I just think they just gave up on him so fast yeah. that I think that stunted him so much. Like, how are you going to take a guy, say how much you believe in him, and then almost as soon as you start playing him, you just start, you know, you bench him in big moments. Yeah. How does that help his confidence? You're like, well, we got Fitzpatrick, and so we're going to play him. And, and so they, Well, it's Fitzmagic. You can't blame him for that. No, you can definitely blame him. <laughs> Ah, so yeah, I, I mean, forgive him. And then it, you know, it comes over into this season, and people can say, "Well, Fitzpatrick isn't there anymore." And da 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 da. It's like, yeah, but you, the damage has been done. You either just should have let, you know, Fitzpatrick stay the starter, and not made it a deal, or, you know, just kept Tua in there. Yeah. Through all the moments, because what did it really help them last year? Did they make the playoffs? Nope. I know they came close, but did they make it? 
Nah. So it, that was all for naught, and now you've you've basically given up on Tua. And what, you going to go get Watson? Okay, well, good <laughs> luck with that. You're going to get him, and he's going to be suspended for, like, the next two seasons. And then maybe in jail? So yeah, I, maybe. I don't know what's going on in Miami, but Buffalo's going to kill him. <laughs> yeah. He's going to have a rough, a rough time. The Chicago Bears will be taking on the 49ers. Oh, that's tough. I'm going to go Bears because I hate the 49ers. Yeah, I'm going to go that's Bears. That's my reason. Uh, they, they have home field, so... Boom. That's literally like the and only... And San Francisco couldn't even win at home in the elements against the Colts. In the elements. <laughs> All those elements. <laughs> bears. The Bears. The Bears. The Cleveland Browns taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Browns. And you know I swear... It I could swear, be a close game. I swear every time I pick the Browns against the Steelers, the Steelers beat them. <laughs> so I should go with the Steelers, I'm but still, I'm not. I'm still picking the Browns, but we're going to revisit this next week, and I'm going to be like, I told you! Yeah, I'm going Cleveland as well. Oh, this next Sorry, game. Steelers. I'm not sorry to the Steelers. The Philadelphia... I almost said the Pittsburgh Eagles... The Philadelphia oh, okay. Eagles will be facing the Detroit Lions. That's going to be an ugly game. Oh, man. <laughs> that's going to be... I hope that's not on TV. Oh, you just ruined it. You know it's going to be. <laughs> yeah, I know. Be, because they're so weird with the games they play. on Or it'll TV. be... But, but it'll be the best game of the week. It'll be <laughs> ugly but great at the same time, right? Oh. It's going to be the, the Bengals-Packers game. Yeah, see, there you go. Except with two All right, I'm teams. watching it. Two teams that aren't good. Oh, man. Uh, Eagles, I guess. I'm only picking Detroit because don't they does don't they have to catch a break <laughs> at some point? Nate, I don't know at this point. <laughs> I know, but I'm just picking them because I'm like, eh, if there's gonna be a team that they're gonna get that break against, wouldn't it be the Eagles? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I can see that. See? I'm still going Eagles, oh, but I thought I had you. Thought no. I turned you. I, I, t- I, I, I see the. I turned a bunch of people, you, though. I bet everyone else is like, yeah, I'm agree with him. Yeah. Gotcha. I see the points. I'm just sticking with Philly. All right. Your loss. <laughs> the Colts are taking on the Titans, and Tennessee's going to run all over them. Titans. Definitely going Tennessee. I want to oh, see Taylor run next, all over them. What is with these next few games? Jeez, oh. so Philadelphia okay. and Detroit, Tennessee Colts, and then Bengals and Jets. Yeah. The Bengals definitely taking that one. Yeah, I mean, they're not even going to have Zach Wilson. Like, what? Not yet. What I forgot he got do? hurt. I don't, who's that? Who's that? Oh, didn't they get Flacco? Did they get Flacco or did they trade Flacco? Because Flacco was on the Jets before. I don't remember. <laughs> I know, I don't remember. I hope now. it's Flacco, no, honestly. I think, no, I think Flacco was on the Eagles, so I think they did get him back. So, I, I hope so. Know. Honestly, that'd be that, Does hilarious. that change your mind? No. No. Yeah. <laughs> Bengals. <laughs> and then the Rams against the Texans. Ugh. Rams are winning that one. Oh, my gosh. This is going to be a rough week of NFL games. Oh, my gosh. We really should have checked the TV schedule before we did this. Yeah, we really should have. <laughs> we could have planned accordingly to do literally anything else. Uh, That's man. what happened up. Uh, was it the Sunday night game? What? Uh, yeah, the Sunday night game. Like it, yeah. it, we were. It was on. 
The, I don't but think we anybody were, watched it. We, I mean, we paid attention because of the storm and like, but at the same time, we weren't paying attention. We didn't at really all. care like, at all. Yeah, it, it was, was like, just there. It was just it's like, hey, the Sunday night game is on. Oh, cool, we'll leave it on. It was yeah. last week for us in terms of Seahawks and the games that they showed. It was a bad week of football. Yeah. Ugh, weird times. The Chargers will be taking on the Patriots. I mean, the Chargers, but, you know, when the Patriots put on 54, and I know, you know, you could say, oh, it was just uh, against the Jets. But still, you it makes you go, oh, wait a second. Do they got something going now? Yeah. Do they trust Mac Jones so much, you know, and, you know, is are things clicking? Is the defense clicking? Are they going to give the Chargers trouble after seeing what the Ravens did to them? And, you know, it makes you just ask those questions. But at the end of the day, the Chargers are just better. Yeah. So... And it's like with the way they've been playing, there's there's potentially could be a good game. It could definitely yeah. you know be one that's like oh you know, let's go to this game because it's like you know one of the teams has to go on a you know a big drive to hang on or win the game or something like that. So it's intriguing, but the Chargers are definitely the favorites by far. Yeah, if that one was on TV. It would it would interest me. And then of course the Seahawks they will be taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'll let you sunshine. Start. I'll let you start. Sunshine. I mean, I'm going to pick Seattle because it's Jacksonville, but it scares me because Jacksonville's coming off of their first win and of bye. the season and a bye, and I'm like, man, now they're building up momentum into the game against us while we're sucking and being terrible. And I don't like that at all, but it's the Jaguars, and they're such a mess everywhere else that they're still a good we should probably win this still, but I'm like, what? With our luck this season, like maybe we won't. I don't know anymore. So I'm going us, but I'm not. I'm not even confident about this game. Okay. Where do I begin? <laughs> should the Seahawks win this game? Yes, yes, they should. Do I think they're going to win this game? Like you said, I don't know. For that re, well, for a couple reasons, the fact that they've been losing. And how can I pick them to win when they've been losing? You know, and, when they should have won in situations they, they should have won. Have Russ and literally, like, if I'm Jacksonville, I'm blitzing every play. They can't block. Yeah. I would literally just blitz every play. The only reason, like, that. Well, I shouldn't say the only reason. One of the only reasons that we have hope is that their offensive coordinator is Darrell Bevel. Yeah, I did forget about that. That's because he he will do things. We're going to watch this game, and we're going to be like, why would they run that play? (laughs) They could literally run any other play, and it would probably work against us. And they're going to run over and over again a play that's not going to work because Darrell Bevel is their offensive coordinator. He's going to be like, hey, this is my old team. Let me try this and this. And... Yeah, I mean, we should definitely, um, yeah, sorry, uh, our SmackDown feed just got messed up, <laughs> um, we should win, but I'm not picking us, 
I'm picking Jacksonville. Until we win a game, I'm not picking them. Like, and yeah, I know it's crazy. That's my Super Bowl team. I believe, I, look, I always believe they can win. Yes, they should win. They better win. But I'm not picking us to win. Picking, yeah. I'm picking Jacksonville. I've never wanted to be more wrong in my life. Okay, there's probably other times in my life. <laughs> Let's be real. But, yeah, Jacksonville, so. Let's just move on. Yeah, we need to get off of Seattle there. Um, Next up, the Broncos will be taking on the football team, so football team is winning. Ugh, man, this is another tough one. Football team, beginning of the year, you're thinking, you know, they... They're kind of good. They got something. They, they play some close there. games. They got something there. Yeah, but what's their record? Like, aren't they only like? They, I think they they started out like what three and zero, and I think they lost. No home football team. Oh, it's good. I was thinking Denver. Uh, I think they have a losing record now. Yeah. Anyways, like they're up and down. Like like. A few of the teams that we, you know, talk about all the time, like like Denver, and so yeah, it's it's a tough one to pick. Like, um, you know, you're always gonna pick football team. Yeah, because you should. Yeah, they're two and, and I, five. So, and, so you, you should know. pick football team. You should pick the two and five team. And Denver's three and four. They started off three and zero. Oh. They've lost four in a row. I'm gonna pick. Denver. Now, this is the game that's going to be like that uh, Bengals-Packers game right here. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I'm going to pick Denver. Fine. Yeah, I did that. Well, can't, face. can't believe it. Mm-hmm. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are taking on the New Orleans Saints. Oh, This Tampa is going to be the game where Jameis like, comes alive again or I know, something. I he's going to throw seven <laughs> touchdowns. <laughs> Definitely picking Buccaneers, but like, watch this to be the game where Tom Brady's wasting... not going to throw to Mike Evans because he gave away his 600 oh, touchdown yeah. ball. So he's he's like, gonna... all right, for a game, you do not get the ball, Mike Evans. You better bench him in fantasy this week. <laughs> I can't do that. I, I, I can't make myself do that. But yeah, Tampa Bay. Easily, easily, handily. And then moving on to Sunday night, the Minnesota Vikings taking on the Cowboys, and I'm taking Dallas because it's Kirk Cousins in a primetime game. So, Even if Dak doesn't play? I didn't think he was really going to be that questionable, but man, they're making it seem like it's going to come down to the wire. I'm like, you guys just had the bye. They're trying to throw them off. I, yeah, probably. They're trying to throw my fantasy team off. Yeah, Dallas. The, Vi- the Vikings should start uh, Jake Browning. No, they don't have him anymore. Are He's they... on the Bengals practice squad, I believe. Uh, who's their other guy? Mond? The guy they drafted? Yeah, Kellen Mond. Kellen Mond. They should start him. Maybe they'll have a chance. There you go. Cowboys. The Monday night game <laughs> is going to be a doozy. Ugh. The Kansas City Chiefs are hosting the Giants. Remember what I was just Giants. saying about Mahomes? He's about to throw 94 <laughs> touchdowns in one game. It's going to be the greatest performance we've ever seen. And people are going to be like, you try to say he's the next Brett Favre? Like I'm saying, it's a possibility. Calm down. But yes, he's about to prove that I need to pump the brakes. Or he's about to prove that I was right on the money. I'm going to predict the Chiefs drop 70 points on the Giants this game. So Kansas City's winning. I would like to see that. That would be the only reason I would watch that game. I'm probably not even going to watch any of this game. Well, no, I'm going to watch it because... Eli and Peyton. 
Oh yeah, Eli's gotta have. Which, by the way, their thing for the see that was great. Uh especially when they were talking to Brady. That was awesome. That was great stuff. If you don't enjoy, I always like playing against you, Tom. Oh my gosh, that was awesome. Eli's the best. That was so, fantastic. Their little interaction was great. Yeah, it was really good. So yeah, I mean, oh, and before I forget, I gotta get on the next Thursday game. Chiefs definitely will. Handle that business. And if they don't, then you really have to start questioning the Chiefs. If they lose to the Giants, then you really got to go, all right, what is going on in Kansas City? Yeah. But I don't think that's going to happen. There was a lot of hype around them after, you know, all the O-line moves they made. They're like, okay, they'll be fine. They readjusted and everything. They're good. And nope, they are in their slump. We'll see. They... I think that's someone has a little... Never mind. Moving I know. On. I'm like, what did you just say? Moving on. You should have uh, just kept going. You should have just owned it. Chiefs are going to win, and we're on to our <laughs> next thing. We're going to talk about the Thursday night game ahead of time since, you know, we won't record in time to preview it then. So it will be the Jets and the Colts. Oh. Now, you want to talk about game of the year. Woo! This is it. Zach Wilson probably not playing in that game either. Probably not. But, I mean, knowing Carson Wentz, he probably won't either or something. Right? I mean, uh, Colts because yeah, they're just, they're they're better overall. It's it's the Colts and it's the Jets. Yeah. Like, so, I'm definitely going Colts. But, man, these weird primetime games this week. It was bound to happen. Hey, everybody's saying Hawks and Saints was probably weird. Yeah. And Steelers and Hawks. Mm -hmm. But that was mainly because Russ was out. If he was in, then it would have been, you know, they would have been. And obviously, the NFL doesn't know that stuff is going to happen. So, I mean, what are they going to do? Oh, they do? don't? Is that a conspiracy? <laughs> they didn't They didn't say, hey, Russ, we need you to bang your finger on Donald's head and then uh, miss, some, miss some weeks. The NFL is just as rigged as pro wrestling. <laughs> you heard it here first. Anyways, that is our preview of week eight. Up next, we will talk some pro wrestling, which we're watching right now. Boom, multitasking. Alright, now into some pro wrestling for this week. There is some really interesting news, not really regarding WWE or AEW, but Ring of Honor, actually. If you don't know, it's one of the you know, most well-known, probably or the most well-known like indie promotion for the past like decade or so. Well, longer than that. Because, yeah, even longer. Because, I mean, you could say they're not even really an indie promotion the last decade. Because yeah. they've actually been on TV and stuff like that. So, but- And a lot of stars have been there and have come out of there. CM Punk, Brian Danielson, Samoa Joe, you know, etc. Seth freaking Rollins. Or, or Tyler Black, <laughs> as he used to go by. Uh, they just announced the other day that uh, they basically can't afford to put together the shows they've been putting on anymore with the you know pandemic and everything it finally caught up to them so they basically they're letting everyone go uh it's, it's weird Te- like technically they're free agents if i remember the story correctly but they still they're there's still obligations contract. yeah for the to end do of the year. like they could pay them through the end of the year and i think what some like a little bit past that due to their contracts yeah and you know so they have to finish out the tapings for the rest of the year 
but they could still start doing other things because at the end of the year, Ring of Honor's, you know, they're this Ring of Honor's going to be what, done. Yeah, they're free to do what they want as long as it doesn't interfere with their obligations to Ring of Honor. Yeah, basically. And then the Ring of Honor is supposed to be, you know, just retooling and reshuffling and coming back, but most people doubt they're going to be able to do it. Like, it, well, we'll see. it seems weird. It's like, you know, are the, are you going to recover from this? You know, because they're not going to have a roster when this takes into effect, and it's going to be a very tough situation. And it's like, this might just be the end of Ring of Honor. I guess it really depends on, you know, what the talent does, you know, and, and mm -hmm. where they can go. Because obviously, you know, you got people... Some people like, oh, AEW, and then some people like, oh, these guys would be great in WWE, and some people, most people think Impact is going to benefit the most from this. And and, and I they probably too. will. And I do too, but you don't really know because, look, if you look at AEW, they have a lot of guys. And I know Tony Khan's talked about, oh, I still got aces up my sleeve. Okay, but those probably have nothing to do with the Ring of Honor. So what, you're going to bring more people in? Because you've got a lot. You keep bringing in more. And now you're maybe pushing other guys down who have been there. So, and then same with WWE. You bring them in. At least with WWE, you have the multiple shows. You can throw them in NXT. Mm -hmm. You know, and I, I know that. 2.0? Yeah. I know AEW has multiple shows, but we'll we'll get, we'll circle back to the AEW uh, show situation <laughs> in a little yeah, bit. Yeah. But, um. But WWE has more ability to let some of these guys still wrestle a little, just kind of off to the side, mm -hmm. where they're still working and and maybe they won't even use them, but they'll pay them. They have more money. Yeah. Impact. That's that's the one that, even though they could benefit the most, do they have the funds to bring in a bunch of people? Especially if they did get Braun Strowman or the Titan or whatever, and if they did possibly sign you know Wyndham Rotundo who well, apparently is also getting offers from Hollywood so that's interesting it, yeah it is but hey sure whatever <laughs> so I mean you do wonder can, do any of these promotions want any of them or how many of them do they want and can they afford you know WWE can afford it do they want to go down that road again you know what I mean? It seems like based on like what you hear about them, you know, going the route with NXT now, it's like they don't really seem worried about picking up a lot of indie guys anymore. It's like exactly. they're so trying to go back to like, okay, we're going to strictly bring in guys who are, you know, mostly new to wrestling and we're going to, you know, breed them ourselves. Much, yeah. Basically. And hey, that's fine if that's what they're going to do. So that doesn't really it's like, help it's like, okay, okay. From Ring of Honor, right? Unless there was somebody that was on their radar from before. And then they just like, okay, you know. And then, like I said, AEW, are they going to be interested at all? Impact, I'm sure, would have interest. But yeah, so anyways, if they, uh, if a lot of them don't get signed to those three promotions, I know there's other promotions, but I think that the, any mm -hmm. of the and other like you'll probably see guys show up in Japan, maybe. Yeah, and I think if they work for those other promotions, then there's always the chance that if Ring of Honor does come back, all those guys can come back still, even if yeah. they're doing something with other promotions because almost all those other promotions are indie promotions and they work together other than New Japan. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a crazy situation. 
it's just more you know wrestling content like wrestling just so much stuff going on yeah <laughs> and, and then, then but then this hits is like oh like dang now like man like that's just crazy like if we are like this could this be the end of ring of honor like that would be crazy well i mean i look at it you know same thing with like ecw you know like ecw when it went I know it didn't go out of business. They had to sell, got bought up yeah. by Vince. You were kind of like, you know, oh, you know, it, it's over. Because it was over. Like it, it wasn't the same thing, even though they tried to keep it, you know, as ECW. And it was still a brand and it was fun. Like, there was a lot of the stuff that they did, even at the end when they, remember when they had brought it back, like when Christian yeah. was a champion? Like, that wasn't, it wasn't like it was a bad show. I enjoyed it. It just, it wasn't ECW. Yeah. <laughs> you know, not what it really was. So, you know, it's not like this is the first time this has happened. It's just unfortunate for everybody. And I think it's awesome of them to, that they were able to pay their guys and, and last as long as they did through the pandemic. It had to have been really difficult and they found a way yeah. to do it. And they're, and they're giving them like this time, like they're putting this out now. So by the, you know, the end of the year and even before some guys already have dates, I heard like they've already been booked at yeah, certain things. That doesn't surprise so, me. So, so, you know, they're going to come out next year if they, if they don't already debut places and, and possibly be able to get a paycheck. So it sucks, but it's also good on ring at the, you know, the guys running the ring of honor. I think they did the best that they could. So. What's also going to be interesting is the another. I think also another reason people are kind of speculating it being the end is because they're putting up the tape library, you know, for sale, you know, for auction, pretty much. Which could another part that's interesting is they actually have the footage of All In, the pay per view before AEW became a thing. So it's like, although technically it wasn't an AEW event, it's what sparked it. Right. Pretty much. And people, you know, you kind of joke around about it. Like, what if Vince just decided to be the highest bidder and get the ROH library just to have their show? Like, that would just be so hilarious. I think, yeah, I mean, it would be. And it, it is funny to think about. And I, I don't think that, like, Tony Khan and them would allow that to happen. I think... So, Vince might try to buy. Mm-hmm. But part of me wonders if he would just do it just to like push up the price, you know, kind of, you know, he's, oh, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's a, you know, vindictive guy. So he's maybe, like, yeah, I'll give it to you, but you got to pay like double, not even buy it, but just, he, he just puts in a bid and then they go back to talk to Tony Connor. Like, well, Vince offered us 8 million. He's like, oh, well, I'll offer you 10. And then he goes back to Vince and Vince just keeps pushing up, even though he doesn't really want it because he probably knows that Tony Khan really wants it. And not just Tony Khan, but like, you know, think about Cody. Think about the Bucks yeah. and Kenny. Think about the guys who really made All In happen. They definitely are probably going to Tony Khan, like, make sure you get this. Yeah. You know? And so, I could see Vince just being like, you know what, we're just going to do this because just put up the price just because but anyway, it would be funny if he bought it, though. It would just make things crazy. All right, what is going on here in SmackDown? Oh, is that, uh, hey, guys. Angel, Angel Garza, Garza and Humberto Carrillo. Okay. 
they, know they, be, they became a tag team. I don't know why they did this. I don't know what's going but. on in this weird, weird. That was match. a weird match. Anyways, but yeah, that was just some some crazy news that no one was expecting. So uh, we'll see how that plays out. Yep. And but let's talk about something that was really cool. Was the the ending to uh, the Impact pay-per-view bound for glory there we go i was gonna say it wrong and i knew i was like i, sh- I, I keep, should have let you i, I, sh- I wanted to hear beyond and i'm like it is not called beyond <laughs> beyond the i literally glory. was talking about it for like two weeks and after suddenly i can't remember the name of the pay-per-view i'm like what is it called it's not called beyond the glory that's not what it's called so i just i'm not gonna say it i refuse to talk Jump in. Get the cue, man. You can't see that I'm pausing for a reason. <laughs> you think we have this down. Like, um, you know the name of it. Say it, boy. We're, we're still figuring out the chemistry here. But yeah, so Josh Alexander and Christian had their main event match for the Impact World title. Uh, obviously, we didn't get to watch the match, but there's a few clips that you know were out there. And it seemed like a good match, of course. Yeah, I watched. As expected some highlight thing of it that came out that was like 10 minutes long and from what i saw oh, cool. it was awesome <laughs> but uh so josh alexander won the match he got christian to tap it's the ankle lock he stepped on his other hand yeah so that he couldn't like crawl because he had already crawled to the ropes he had broke the hold earlier in the match he had broke out of a couple other submissions and other moves throughout the match so this time he st- stood on his hand so he couldn't get away, and then Christian tapped with his obviously with his other hand. Mm-hmm. So it was a pretty cool finish. Obviously, not the one I wanted. <laughs> so Josh Alexander is celebrating, rightly so. You know, Christian congratulates him, and he leaves. And then you know he's on the ropes, and he's like you know posing for everybody and all happy. And then his wife and one of his sons come into the ring, and they're kind of celebrating. Well, earlier in the pay-per-view, like obviously we didn't talk about everything that happened. Yeah. Earlier in the pay-per-view, there was the... Um, is oh, the is call it? your shot gauntlet match. Yeah, which is crazy because, okay, again, I don't watch Impact that much. I just really... I watched it a long time ago, and then occasional matches here and there, and then like recently. So I didn't know that this match involved men and women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, oh, dang. Okay. So anyways, I just... Thought was that... it that match or was it... There was another match that had men and women. Oh, was it? Yeah, okay. because... Well, uh, maybe... maybe it could have been both because obviously they had the women's... Woman as the world champion before, so... Maybe... Yeah, was... But there was the digital media match that had men and women in it, too. Oh, really? That championship match? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even because, realize uh, that. Uh, what's her... Who won? Was it Jordan Grace who won it? Yeah, Jordan or Grace whatever. Yeah, there was guys in that match, too. But anyways, it might have been both. I didn't realize that. No, so maybe I was just wrong. Anyway, I I just saw them coming in. I assumed it was... I I guess it was just what I was reading on Twitter. Maybe I just got it confused. Either way, it's not that important. What's important was Moose won the Call Your Shot match, which is basically... It's their money in the bank. Yeah, if if you're a WWE person, it's... He's got... He's got the opportunity to challenge for the title at any time. So... Josh Alexander is in the ring. He's celebrating with his wife and son. And Moose comes in. And he's calling his shot. And it's like a little bit of chaos. Yep. And Josh Alexander is just like, what are you talking about? And what? And then they're like, they're doing it. They're about to ring the bell. So he has to like, like, you know, get his wife and kids safely to the corner. 
and you know kind of make sure they're okay and then he turns around gets speared pinned one two three moose is the champion and it's one of the coolest greatest things i've ever seen i loved it so much and i cannot believe how many people thought it was bad and thought it was bad yeah looking, i know it was, thought it was the, i heard people say things this is why impact is not on the you know the level of wwe i'm like look if this happened if wwe did this if aew did this people would think it was the best thing. You know why? Because it was. It was. It was amazing. It was. <laughs> and we kind of talked about it before. And uh, also, like, I think you said Simon said it on What Coach or whatever. Like, you haven't really seen anything like that before. No. Ever. People try to act like, people are pretending like they, no, I mean, look, wrestling's been around a long time. So they're like, well, end up, this happened, this, and then. But I've watched a ton of wrestling. And I've never seen that. Yeah, okay, that's... Yeah, I've never seen that before. So, like, he's literally... Like, I remember, like, one clip especially. It's like... Because you kind of see all of it. It's like, the ref, you know... He's trying to, you know, contain the situation. Like, you're doing this now or whatever. And you see... Like, Josh doesn't notice him right away. Because, like, they're in the middle of embracing each other. Yeah. In the ring. And he turns around and he's like... What? What? He moves them out of the way, and they're still in the ring. Yeah, they're still in the ring. He just pushes them into the corner. Like, they didn't get to leave the ring. And then the spear, and, like, one of the most disrespectful, like, shots oh my you ever see. Moose standing over Josh Alexander on the ground with his wife and kid, like, hugging him to protect him. And Moose is staring them down. It was, uh, like, it, it oh, is so my awesome. gosh. So, like I said to you after, I'm like, look, you know, I, I had a feeling, you know, Christian was going to lose and everything, but... Just before I had seen, you had already seen it. I didn't realize too much that the impact and AEW, you know, rumors are that they're not going to be working together anymore. Mm -hmm. So, so just before the pay per view, I, you know, this kind of broke for me to, to where I saw it. And so I'm thinking, well, then I don't know how much impact I'm going to be watching, even though I did really start to like some of these storylines and stuff like that. But I'm like, Christian's not going to be there anymore, so I don't know. And then this happened, and I'm like, I have to know. I have to see. Because, you know, some people are mad because, oh, Josh Alexander's moment got taken, and then they're like, I don't know if if it's going to be fun to watch him go back, you know, climb back up. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I am, like, this is... I am so more excited about this than I was about. And, I mean, I, it's not that I was excited about him winning, but I had total respect for his journey and what he was going through, and I felt like he was probably gonna get the win i was just hoping that he wouldn't you know because i'm a christian fan but uh now i'm like oh and and not only that but now i'm a moose fan <laughs> yeah because you didn't you haven't really seen much of moose before nope only a couple times and and not much and i still haven't seen the promo yet i'm gonna watch it but you gotta talk about his promo because you saw it so yes promo that he did the you know next day what next day? whenever they taped it yeah the impact afterwards so he comes out and he like, as he goes on talking about, you know, you know, he's he talks about, like, I've done a lot of bad things to get to where I am. And he talks about that, and he's like, but now, you know, I'm the greatest champion in pro wrestling. And he, you know, he calls out and hints at basically everybody you could think of. It's like, doesn't matter how elite you are. It doesn't matter what tribe you're chief to. It doesn't matter if you're the man. It doesn't matter if you're the boss, if you're a king or you're a queen or or whatever. You know, I, I'm the champ now. And it was like, psh, like, dang. Like, he is, he's just <laughs> operating on a different level with, you know, being this heel. And what? he's like, okay, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to take the ball and run with it. 
Well, yeah, like, that's and, great. You know what's wrestling? Wrestling is storytelling and moments, right? Like, yes, there's great matches that you will always remember and you'll never forget. Yeah. But the, the things that usually even the best matches, there has to be the story. Like, you know, I've talked, we mentioned the Kenny Omega, Brian Danielson match and it was a draw so and all good. this. And I'm like, it's such a great match. But for yeah. me, I'm like, yeah, it's a great match, but I don't put it above a lot of other great matches I've seen that were just, you know, that didn't have much of a story and it was just two great wrestlers wrestling. Like you can go back and you can watch, you know, Bret Hart fight like Dynamite Kid Mm -hmm. back in the day. And you're going to tell me that that's not as good as that. But why isn't it really remembered as, you know, and it it stands the test of time. If you, you know, if you go back and watch it, you're just like, oh man, this is awesome. But you know, it's not talked about as much. It's not, you know, brought up every two seconds when you talk about wrestling like recently that matches because there's no because of like the story there's no real story or there's not this crazy moment in it because maybe a belt's involved or a mm-hmm. cash in or whatever yeah so this just helped moose so much obviously but yeah. it helps this story i think it i think it helps impact i don't know how anybody really looks at that and thinks it's bad. Like to me, you guys because they, they just set up what's probably going to be one of the best feuds of the year. Exactly. I'm totally, completely hooked. And in, in no matter how long this is, I'm like, two. they just set up like you know, a, like a blood feud. Like if you know, that's what some people call like those feuds or whatever. Like when they're really personal and intense. Yeah. Like You got one of those set up, and in a probably the best way you could possibly do it. Just awesome. I got. Like I said I loved it. I can't stress enough how great i thought it was especially when you you know when you think of everything that's going you have to watch it also or at least look at the pictures like you need to see it it is crazy did you see that i I saw that fell off the top rope trying to do her move that that is not going to get you that tv time that you've been wanting so bad and sonya is not going to oh (laughs) super quick now that was like the fastest count i've ever seen that was perfect Anyway, she should say something like, you couldn't even not fall off the roof. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was awesome. But I guess we should talk a little bit about other promotions because that's the most we've ever talked about impact. And we only really talked about one thing. Yeah. <laughs> pay, pay more attention, you know, lots of look out, see what's. <sighs> oh, yeah. I'll, I'll be looking because I'm definitely watching what's going on there. What's going on? Promo. In- See what happens in Japan, maybe, if there's anything crazy there. But we should talk about AEW and how people are talking about uh, fans walking out of the Rampage tapings. Yeah. And, okay, look. If you don't know, AEW films like three things at once. What's the one show called? It's not Dark. It's the Evolution or whatever. Elevation. Dark Elevation. Elevation. There we they go. have a, they filmed that in like a studio. I think I think it's actually where a TNA used to be. Actually, back in Universal Studios, they filmed something. They were talking about on what culture wrestling. They filmed something else before Dynamite, huh? And then they filmed Dynamite, and then they do Rampage. So it's like three things. Maybe Dark Elevation as a studio, and maybe Dark they still do with the other. Yeah, okay. shows. Maybe they just got it confused because they said something about Elevation. So I... maybe it's Elevation. I have I have no idea. But anyway, 
But they film a lot. So they and they were talking about it and and look, we already knew they filmed Rampage after Dynamite. And yeah. Then we assumed there was also dark, like dark matches, not dark because I know the show's called Dark. But, <laughs> but uh, so we assume that you know it's a longer show, but. Basically, what's happening is they're giving in Rampage a lot of times they're giving the best match first, and then they're letting somebody main event that, yeah, most of the time you wouldn't think main event should main event, but you're like, oh, that's kind of cool. They're giving people a chance, right? You know, see what they got. But people have are seeing that, and I guess in Boston, that's where they were yeah. recently, mm-hmm. and they just after the Brian Danielson Eddie Kingston match started leaving. <laughs> Not everybody, obviously, but enough. Enough to where it's legit news, not like the Meltzer stuff. Where I mean, this is a Meltzer report too, but a lot of people have backed it up. Whereas the yeah. last time when he said something like that, people were like, that's not true. But this time, you know, he's not always wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has, you know. <laughs> he could be right. So, uh, anyways, I just thought it was an interesting thing because now you kind of see that they are still learning some stuff. And it's like, yeah, yeah I, I see their point. I get, in a way, why they do it. I don't mind it. But at the same time, when you give... I'm the same way. Like, when we're watching it, when the best match is on first, if we're down here recording, or, or even if we're not, once that match is over, I'm not really paying much attention. And if I don't just leave the room or go take a shower or whatever, I'm just not really paying attention to it. Yeah. So, you know... You gotta, you gotta give the best last, mix it up. Sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I totally get the first match, Christian versus Kenny, because that was the first match in Rampage history. Like, yeah. I get. So it's like, I okay, get, you know, let's start out hot. I get right? Punk coming out at the beginning of Rampage because you Ugh, knew everybody was... was just gonna chant CM Punk the whole time until they saw him. So I get Hi- that. hijack the show. Yeah, but now you're at the point where I think you have to. Well, I mean, I. I don't have to do anything, but I think they will start adjusting that, but I don't think they're going to do it right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it'll take some time, but they'll probably look at this as like a first sign and, you know, Tony, Tony will probably look at it and be like, okay, well, I'm not going to just switch it up like that automatically, but let's wait it out. Let's see if this trend, you know, keeps going. And then, you know, maybe after like another like two or three weeks, maybe we'll see like, okay, you know. Now he says this match that he announced that people are hyping up the most, it's going to go on last this time. And we got to watch, you know, the whole thing. And it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, now I mean, I... Th- like, sometimes the formula just isn't, you know... Like you said, they're still learning, and you got to figure out a formula sometimes. And the fo- it works for as long as it did. But maybe it's just played its course. And I like what they were... I know what they are trying to do, and I get it, but... You're not... They might be like, no, we're still going to do this. And that's fine. But the problem is going to be is if people start leaving more and more and more, then your, you know, your TV audience that is sticking around to watch it are going to be like, man, there ain't nobody there. You know, and that it hurts the experience. It just does. Yeah. But anyways, you know, they're, they'll figure it out. They've been good at that. Yeah, they can adjust. You got any other wrestling news you want to talk about? Uh, no one likes Charlotte Flair, apparently. Oh, yeah, that whole... According to reports. She's... At first, you know, people kind of talked about what, like, little things, like, you know, she's gonna go to AEW or whatever, 
And at first, I was like, yeah, right, you know, like, it's Charlotte Flair and WWE, like, that's not gonna go away. But lately, with how things have gone, and a lot of stuff that's come out with the whole Becky situation, I'm like, maybe she is really trying to go to AEW. Yeah, that's what I said to you right after. I was like, it seems to me like she's just, she's acting up to to get out, which I think it's just a stupid way. Like, just say you want to leave. Yeah. And I know that they're going to probably say, no, we're not going to just let you walk. But you, there's... There's other ways you can do it. You can just publicly say it, honestly. Like, why? Yeah. In, I mean, some people say, oh, well, you know, she did. Maybe she did ask, and so this, and they said no, and so she's mad. Yeah, but so you're going to make everybody in the locker room mad? What did they do to you? You know what I mean? So if you've made all these people mad, this is the way you possibly want to do it. And maybe it has nothing to do with that. Maybe she's just become a giant diva. Maybe, yeah. And okay and she needs to learn her lesson or whatever okay fine but yeah it's, it's pretty crazy you you kind of you just assumed that everything was great between charlotte and wwe because of you know they give her all the title reigns but at the same time you know doesn't mean that that's what she wants you just keep feeding her title reigns and then they're not long reigns yeah that's Maybe true she she has never really had a long title reign yeah maybe she just wants great matches maybe she's annoyed with the way they do the division you know it's not like she i mean that was also part of the thing it's like she wanted uh bianca to go over when she defended her title on raw and they were like no we're not gonna do that yeah and so you know yeah she's probably frustrated but again what does that have to do with all these people in the back who you know are saying that they don't want her there anymore or she's you know, it's the like locker a, you room know, in general. You know, obviously Becky, you know, started the shouting match backstage with her after the segment, and then you know Sonya, the report that Sonya was ready to throw hands afterwards. Yeah, it's pretty because she crazy. was in that segment too. Pretty crazy how it all just because at first I'm like I don't really think this is a big deal, you know. I, that was the first thing I said, and then I was like. Maybe she's trying to go to AEW. And now I'm just like, what is going on? This is crazy. Like, you thought it was... You legitimately thought it was not that... Even if you thought something happened, you still didn't think it was a big deal. Yeah. You're still kind of like, oh, they'll get over it in a day or two. And they could still get over it, but then just all this stuff comes out. You're like, oh my gosh. Like, <laughs> like it looks like it might be beyond Draw repair. Who knows? But yeah, that's pretty much what's going on in Pro Wrestling this week. A lot of stuff to look out for that we'll probably end up following up on next week in some way, shape, or form. We'll we'll see when we get there, but on to our next thing, which would be the MCU. Alright, not a lot to talk about here in the MCU, MCU, but there were just a couple things that came out this week that interest me, and it talked about, you know, some production, some uh, reports of possible production starting in, on a few movies in 2023. Potentially. One of which would be the Shang-Chi sequel. And then Okoye's uh, Black Panther spinoff. Mm. But then the one that I'm most excited about is the Thunderbolts movie. So obviously Thunderbolts. It's, a, it's a report. 
you know, and it's speculation, but it's, you know, that's one that, and, and the reason why I'm excited about that one is because John Walker, that's everybody's assumption is that U.S. agent John Walker is going to be involved in a big way, either, you know, on the team, he has something to do with the Thunderbolt. Yeah. And so, because that's always been the belief and report, obviously, that's what I'm so excited about. I just want all the John Walker. Just <laughs> give him his own show, give him everything, give him the world, <laughs> give him the MCU. You know, he, yeah. he's not the cap y'all wanted, but he's the one I want. <laughs> give me what I want. So, you, had, you had it for a minute in the series. Oh yeah, hey. Well, I don't. I don't really want to be Captain America. I want to be USA. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying he'll be the new face, because you know most people look. Well, I always looked at Iron Man as the face, but some people always look at Captain America. But this, I'll always look at John Walker as the face, even though he's not going to be anywhere near the yeah, face of be, it. He'll be. He'll be like so clear to like one of the you know. Oh yeah. Just people there. Yeah, exactly. Well, he's a, he'll be like, in a lot of ways, kind of. Hawkeye in the sense of, yeah. well, I don't want people to get mad who li- love Hawkeye. I'm saying that, especially early on, Hawkeye was super overlooked. Yeah. That's what I mean by it. And so, he'll be like that. Other, The only reason he won't be overlooked is because the people who hate him are going to just be so loud about their hate for him that you'll notice it. You know what I mean? Because they can't, can't get over you know, yeah. his past with the shield. I know. It's, it's so funny. But yeah, I mean, I'm really excited about that and just anything else that they could be doing with him. But it sucks we got to wait until, you know, 2023 for that stuff. I know. You know, and we also, you know, we talked about the... Del- oh, that's what I was going to talk about. I didn't have more. Uh, so, you know, we talked to, we've talked about Grace Randolph on here a few times. You know, I, I mentioned her stuff or I heard things from watching her YouTube videos and I always like to give her a shout out and we talked about last <laughs> week people going going after her because of her uh, takes on you know like Doctor Strange getting pushed back and yeah. guess what it got pushed back because it not, not just pushed back but reshoots because of screeners test screeners and everybody jumped on her case and she was trending and everybody was just being not everybody, obviously she has her supporters, but yeah, yeah, yeah. the, the majority of them when she was trending was negative and people saying how, you know, she doesn't know what she's talking about and all this or that. And well, 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 what happened? You know, she was right. Was how, how do you say his name? Benjamin Cumber uh, Batch. I always want to say Cumberbunch. I don't know. He had, I don't, I don't know why I want to say Cumberbunch. There's a reason. It's something that's on a movie. And so that always pops in the head. But I'm like, that's not his name. But that's always what pops in my head. Anyway, <laughs> he was on like a talk show. Just give him a nickname. I don't know if it's Good Morning America. I don't know. Yeah, give him a nickname. Doctor Strange. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Strange. Oh, we're using our superhero names. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, and basically he confirmed that they were doing reshoots. And it's like, oh, hey, she was right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And, and the other thing was... The thing about the screeners that people were talking about and saying that Marvel doesn't screen their movies for audiences. No, they screen it for family and like friends and stuff. And people, part of Disney. Yeah. Like if you're a part of the studio and you're a part of the movie maker process. Crew. Yeah, and the crew. Like those guys, they, a select number of them get to see it. And so based on 
though their reactions they had decided they needed to make changes it wasn't what they wanted from what grace randolph was reporting she said that uh for one it wasn't as the multiverse wasn't as you know in as much madness as everybody was thinking it was going to be there weren't enough like characters so they're supposed to be putting in more characters and also like the story wasn't as strong as that they thought and or that they were expecting or were wanted. expecting people to you know that was their main gripe mm-hmm. but another one that she said was that wanda was a little bit too dark and they had to bring it they, they got to tone her down. I'm I like, heard that. I'm that's like, crazy. <laughs> oh my gosh. And but I mean, like, I kind of, I want to see Dark Wanda because I'm being a little like, bit Isn't it kind of intriguing though? You're kind of like, wait, what? Like, look, what? I want to see. What does that mean? Look, I understand because you've got the Wanda fans. Yeah. Who might not enjoy that. And the, which is kind of their mindset. Yeah. And that's what I think it is too. But it, it could also be that, like I said, that director, uh, I, man, I am just being awful with names today. Sam Raimi, he uh, I'm not gonna know those he names. Comes from horror, and, and he did other things. He did the Spider Man, the original Spider Man movies, and uh, but he has a big horror background. And he had said that this was gonna basically be a horror movie. Yeah, that's pretty much everything I was hearing about it, like leading up to it. But obviously, that's not they. They're changing stuff, which. I wonder how that's going to make him feel. <laughs> yeah. But they're obviously changing stuff because they didn't have the reaction that they wanted. And, I well, I was going to say maybe Eternals has something to do with this, but this was reported before the Eternals Rotten Tomatoes score started coming out and it's not doing great, which, you know, we weren't super hyped to see that anyways. But yeah. we will see it. We will see it. I will watch anything that they make. But yeah, I just, I wanted to, you know, give Grace Randolph another... <laughs> shout out because I don't know why people hate her so much. People take like one line from her thing. Just you know, it's just like anything else. Like they find something in it that they want to critique, and you don't have to like her, and you don't have to agree with her at all. But you don't have to totally hate on her just because, just because you don't like her. Like I do, Matt Ryan. Don't be like me <laughs> with Matt Ryan or me with Daniel Jones. <laughs> exactly. And besides, I'm joking anyway. Or I now, mean, I uh, don't like Matt Ryan. Or now Steve wrong. Rogers. But it's all in good fun. Yeah. (laughs) It's all in good fun with the people who like go out of their way and just want to spew They take it so seriously. I know. It's like... And it's like, she didn't personally attack you. Like, calm down. And even if she's wrong, like, that's the thing. Why would you trust what she says? And I'm like, but why wouldn't you? But because she's been wrong before, like... Every we trust everything else on the internet usually. So I mean, every for one, you know, reporter or uh, you know, what is she considered a journalist? Maybe journalist. You know, even if it's on YouTube or if it's on whatever, like anybody who has sources, they're gonna be wrong from time to time. From time to time, their sources are gonna be wrong sometimes. Great minds think alike. But usually, you can figure out. Like I've watched enough of you know just different journalists and you know just anyone who writes reviews (laughs) or you know not just writes them but you know what i mean yeah i've watched enough of them to know that you can tell pretty quickly when okay i'll just go to that cosmic wonder guy like 
That dude, oh yeah, it didn't take me long. Like at first, I was kind of following him and praising him. It, but then, because I it I was new to watching his videos, I was watching him and Grace Randolph at the same time. It didn't take me too long. Like if you go back and listen to our earlier, you know, pods, and you will, they'll suddenly be like, yeah, I'm not really watching that guy anymore, and I don't even think that guy is very legit at all. I don't care how many followers he has. I don't care. Now some people might say that's what they did with Grace Randolph, and that's fine, but. He just consistently was just wrong. And it wasn't just being wrong. It was also how he would title his videos and what he would say in the Clickbait. videos. Clickbait. Yeah, he was doing clickbait. <laughs> and he was doing... That's a, that's a classic YouTube move. And he was like all about that. saying things about like what was what was hap- what was obviously happening in the shows or the movies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, dude, you can't say it's obvious. And then you're wrong. Are you going to go back and say, well, I was totally wrong when I said obviously? No, he was never doing that. So he was never owning up. So that's why I was like, no, I'm done. But I've seen Take Grace that, Randolph. Take that, dude. I've seen Grace Randolph. She will own up to her mistakes. Or she will say, oh, I said this. It was this. It turned out to be this. And every single time, I'm not going to say that. I don't watch every single one of her videos. So I watch the ones I'm interested in watching, which is all I did with the other guy, too. Yeah. So, you know, so maybe you have your gripes and that's fine. But it doesn't mean that she's always wrong. She was definitely right about this. And yeah. Anyways. Boom. I'm excited about <laughs> Thunderbolts 2023. And the moral of that story was Thunderbolts might be coming. <laughs> I know. Great, great way to bring that back. Always. But yeah, that's our multiverse this week across the NFL, pro wrestling, MCU. Didn't have really anything NBA to talk about. The season's just kind of going. So that's why I didn't really bring up anything. I know. It's like we're not going to do the recap of the week's games. I don't. Yeah. You know, we'll get. You know, if something big happens, you know, then maybe we'll say we something. We always fun. get to it. You know, it's just the NFL is still going on. We focus on that because. Although it's, I might start paying more attention with how Seattle's playing. <laughs> Once a week, pro wrestling, you know, all the stuff going on there. But that's what got yeah, me I mean, occupied. There's not always something that we find interesting to talk about basketball. You know, this was one of those weeks. Yeah, so we'll see what. But happens. there'll be NBA talk to come eventually when Don't big stuff happens. Cry, NBA fans. Calm down. Relax. And thank you for joining us. Yes, and we will see you next week. Okay, peace out.